0: All right, it is the Parked Up Podcast. Uh, Now, before we get into this episode, I have grabbed our very close and personal friend, Shane Tanner from motorsportwebsites.com.au, who has a really cool promotion for the month of February. Shane, tell us about it. Yeah, how are you going, Grant and the team? Um, I have a very, very good deal for all your listeners. uh, For season 2022, to kick it off, is anyone that purchased a new website off me in the month of February will grab a $500 voucher to grab um, a V8 by the scruff of the neck through my good friends at Fast Track V8 Race to use it any one of their tracks around Australia. Wow, that is cool. That is so very cool. Now, um, I've got a few websites done by your good self. Can I get the vouchers retrospectively? Look, I'm sure we could come to some sort of arrangement. Um, I do have a couple of pedal cars and I do have a couple of bikes in the shed that we might be able to... uh, Bring it up for you and just make some V8 noises to make you feel at home. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that That is maybe as close as I can get. So uh, get to motorsportwebsites.com.au, uh, check out their socials, and you'll find out more details about that $500 gift voucher. Shane, thanks for your support. Let's get into the Parked Up podcast. Two of the very best operators in parked up in the garage. Been coming for a long time. These two do not like each other. There are two parts of the story. as always. red flag. This is a suspended uh, race. Welcome back to the Parked Up Podcast. We're powered by our great friends at Race Fuels, and my name is Grant Rowley. I'm joined by Tony Delberto, and for the first time, Tony D is out bush. He's out on the road. Usually, I'd be out bush, jumping borders, doing something ridiculous and silly but this time Tony D is on holidays and I've had to pull him from wherever you are in rural Victoria and join us for the pod brother. How are you?
1: Very well. Yes, you're right. I've, uh, I'm on holidays for four or five days. And, uh, but it, it doesn't mean that this show doesn't go on. So <laughs> I've just snuck away from dinner. It's about nine thirty at night. And I uh, just dinner? Finish off our pod and, uh, well, it was late tonight? Because we've got um, we've got a few families staying with us, and right. it takes a little while to get the kids to bed, and then by the time we have dinner, you know, and socialise a little bit. Anyway, so it's yeah, it's nine twenty-five, and I've <laughs> snuck away, and I've had to drive up the top of the property, um, because there's like no reception down near the house. Right. So I'm sitting in my car.
0: I can't see uh, you. The car's it's on. black. It's black. It's 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 it's
1: black. And all I can see in the field next to me is a goat. Oh,
0: Jamie Winkup. Jamie Winkup is next.
1: Jamie (laughs) Winkup is right
0: there. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. What's he
1: doing there? Um, Yeah, so quite a strange scenario. But uh, yeah, we just snuck away for a couple of days. We get a lot of time off over Chrissy. And uh, just a couple of days off, Australia Day is coming up on Wednesday. Um, Just took the opportunity before the year really kicks off. But, uh, yeah, mm. very good. A little bit sunburnt. Perfect. Um, good. But relaxed and, uh, yeah, all good. All good. How are you?
0: How relaxed, though, may I ask? How relaxed? How many little sherbets have you had there? How fruity can this get? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I've only had a couple of gin and tonics, so I'm like that. Oh, I'm okay.
0: You're so very you don't well I don't behaved
1: very
0: much. Mm. No, I know. I know. No, very well behaved. Um. Yep. So because this is a bit of an odd pod and we've had you out and about on your fancy family holidays, hanging out with Jamie Winkup, we did a little chat with Barry Rogers earlier, an awesome chat. You need to hang around for it. It's an absolute ripper. He's in fine form as always. And of everybody is really looking forward to the start of The Australian motorsport season, which is kind of less than three weeks away, Tony. We're getting pretty close. We've got Simmons planes coming up soon. Will Tony D be there? Will he not? I understand we're going to find out in the news section right now. Big breaking news on the Parked Up podcast. We're making history here today. We are making big history here We've held this pod back until 10am to reveal the big news and I can't wait for it any longer. Should we, can we get into it? Can we?
1: Let's just get into the news. Yeah, let's do it.
0: I can't wait for this. This is the news. The news of course to us, is brought to us by motorsportwebsites.com.au. If you heard at the very top of the show, motorsport websites have a very, very cool promotion going on. If you buy a website through motorsport websites. You'll get a $500 voucher to use at a fast track V8 experience. Drive a V8 for yourself. Tony D, how many websites are you buying?
1: Well, uh, I'm actually buying one right now um, because we're getting our um, Centaur products website updated. And- Don't, uh,
0: don't you let Shane yeah. Tanner rip you off. Just because we're family doesn't mean we get, no. the, we get the freebie. We don't get it. No, no, it's it's that.
1: not a freebie, but he's doing a nice little deal. Um, but if he's listening, actually, I, I want to get it done quite quickly. So um,
0: <laughs> hurry up!
1: Yeah, if, if we can push that along a little bit, that'd be great. <laughs> great.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. You know, well, what, any-
1: you know what? The problem is, you know, the problem is, doing such a good deal that the priority just keeps getting dropped down a little bit because everybody's <laughs> paying a full whack. You know, jumps in hit. so I just get pushed down the list and. Uh, that's a good sign.
0: That's a great sign, but, good. uh, yeah. Well, Let's I, get I hope, I um, well, just make sure you claim your $500 fast track V8 racing voucher, uh, you'll need all the V8 racing. You can get this this year, I think <laughs> because, and we, we, we laugh and we joke, but because you are going to get to do a bunch of racing, which is going to be cool. And you are returning to the super cheap auto TCR Australia series in 2022 with the support of Honda Australia, with wall racing in the Honda Civic Type R TCR. Tony D, the more things change, the more stay the same. Congratulations. Very
1: true. Very true. But I'm very happy to announce that we're coming back this year uh, with Honda. Very, very privileged to have their support, and uh, you know we didn't have a good year last year for a variety of reasons. But they're uh, they're very keen to get it, get on with it again this year, and they believe in the sport, they or well, the category. And uh, They like to showcase their Honda Honda Civic Type R. It was good, and uh, yeah, very very happy to announce that we're doing that, and it all kicks off very soon. So uh, fingers crossed, we're gonna have a better season than we did last year.
0: Look, you didn't actually go too bad. And I know you're a pretty hard marker of your own performances or certainly your own results. Simmons Plains was a real struggle for you guys last year. But after that, Mm. you were there or thereabouts. Don't tell me you weren't because you were there. Podium at Phillip Island, most points for the round. Sydney Motorsport Park, you were great until a couple of little tyre dramas. The, The first time at Bathurst or the only time you went to Bathurst was okay John Martin your teammate did pretty good for for whatever reason you weren't quite uh, quite there for for whatever reason maybe overawed by the the mountain that big fierce mountain <laughs> I'm not sure what <laughs> I'm not sure what your problem was that weekend but ultimately not sure you did about that not sure about that ultimately you did get um uh, involved in an incident not of your doing which really made the which compounded a bad weekend. But look, my point is the season wasn't as bad as what you thought. But here, can 2022 be different?
1: Look, I hope so. I hope it goes back to the way it was in 2019. Um, you know, considering we missed 2020 because of COVID reasons, you know, 2019, we, we finished runner up, we had lots of podiums, we're in contention basically every weekend. Um, and there was some rule changes and some bits and pieces that contributed to changing the, I suppose, the performance of the car in 2021. Um, some of that's been rectified. So I'm really, I've got my fingers crossed. I mean, it is a bit daunting as mania for the first round, considering we had such a terrible start to the season because of the BOP balance of performance of the car. I just hope and pray that the category have it correct. And, we don't have three Hondas on the back row of the grid like we did last year, uh, which really meant we we basically dropped around, and you lose a whole, whole heap of momentum at the start of the season. So, if that's not an issue, then I, I think you know some of the performance issues won't happen at some of the other rounds as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, we we did we we won at Phillip Island, so there there was times when we showed pace, but it just wasn't consistent enough, and. Uh, I'd love to have been in contention more times than not this year and, and really fight for a championship.
0: Cool. Great. Well, we can't wait for it. The super cheap auto TCR Australia series kicks off in just over two weeks' time, heading down to Simmons Plains. There's a test day, half a test day on Thursday, and then into your uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday races. So uh, really looking forward to that. It's TCR Australia. It's S5000. It's Trans Am. We're gonna to talk to Barry Rogers very shortly about all of that. Of course, uh, his, the Gary Rogers Motorsport is involved so heavily through uh, entering cars there. And also the, uh, the Rogers have a bit of a stake in ARG. They also have a stake in supercars. And we're gonna ask him uh, a lot of questions because Barry Rogers and Gary Rogers have a lot going on in their world. Heaps, uh, heaps to ask. There is some supercars news going on as well, Tony D, and unfortunately, COVID oh, has struck, and we haven't even uh, we haven't even got to Already. the first round. Calendar change straight away with the postponement of the Repco Newcastle 500, which will now take place, or certainly the opening round will take place at none other than Sydney Motorsport Park. I reckon I'm going to know how to get there. I reckon I'll find my way. Yeah, I, I won't. I, way. I don't reckon I'm going to need to pull out Google Maps to find that place.
1: No, I reckon you're right. I think uh, all the drivers will certainly know their way around that place. Um, good for Anton Di Pasquale because uh, he pretty much dominated the four rounds there. So he might dominate the first round and kick his year off uh, better than what might have been in Newcastle, for instance. Uh, but, you know, no big shock that, you know, that round's not going ahead. To think about how they are actually going to build the circuit, you know whether people are going to be able to come. Like there was so many factors that were that I suppose had to be weighed up, and it just didn't make any sense right now. So yeah, we we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, not that we knew anything, but we were just uh, you know basically chewing the fat about what could happen. And uh, yeah, it's it's come to fruition, and uh, yeah, no big surprise. So go to Sydney Motorsport Park you know they'll probably go to newcastle later in the year i'd say maybe finish off the championship and uh that's that's probably a great event to finish the championship off to be honest like it's probably a bloody tough event to start the year to be honest
0: oh yeah 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 if similar to uh the old adelaide 500 possibly even even harder as well but um just yeah. around those super super narrow how narrow many, streets
1: how many years since it have been there two
0: years Newcastle Did was 20, 17, 18, and 19, and then we missed the last two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. There you there go. go.
1: I've Got it for you. Oh, I will definitely get back there. We'll definitely get back there. i yeah. actually, I've never actually driven there. It looks yeah, cool. bloody hard. It looks tough.
0: Let's get you going. Let's, let's do something. Let's do something. Although Let, well, a TCR to... car
1: around there. Uh,
0: maybe um, you could maybe like a TCM car, a touring car master. You're a bit of a master. Yeah. What would you drive if you oh, were driving nah. TCM? What 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 type of car would you drive? Would no, you Tirana, would you, you get oh, a Tirana. Tirana? So not Stevie J yeah, old Falcon Tirana. XD. Nah, 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 too big for me. Oh. Oh, you imagine how small I look looking that thing.
2: <laughs>
1: I get um, a little Tirana. My, actually, my old man just bought a new Tirana. Well, it's not new; it's very old, but it's new to him. Maybe he might let me race that. Hang
0: on. Did you just say he bought it for you?
1: No, no, he bought a, a ah, new. Right. It's a new addition
0: to his garage. Ah, cool. Sorry, I thought you said he yeah, bought karma. it for you because I was involved in some of those conversations, and it certainly was not for you. It was definitely for his garage. <laughs> I mis- I misheard you, and apologies for that. Yeah, that uh, that that little thing looks good. Low K's. Yeah, what a little gem. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. very very original. We got uh, we got um, evil evil motorsport. Uh, movers. You know,
0: sure,
1: Trans- of course. Everyone knows evil. Yeah. Evil, everyone knows evil in motorsport land. He got we got him to pick it up the other day. Perfect. <laughs> he he loved it. He absolutely loved it.
0: Of Not course. really
1: did the right the thing that he would normally pick up. He's picking up you know a million dollar Ferraris and things like that. Yeah. That are so low that only his transporter can pick them up. And then uh, I got him to pick up this Tirana and he's uh got the sides on no one can see what's you know what precious cargo is in, oh, in yeah. there
0: uh it looked a little bit funny but anyway i'll tell you what he would have been, been sto- in safe
1: hands now it's at home
0: he would have been absolutely stoked with that because i know anytime i've had to work with evil we're always pulling out gojacks and trying to r- move around awkward shaped supercars doing mm. various things the T- tirana would have been absolute gem like just sit in there
2: turn the easy. wheel
0: things happen easy light as a feather. Awesome. Um, Yeah, cool. Great man.
1: Because that thing runs really easy.
0: Good. Okay, cool. Well, well, let's put a cage in it. Let's go. Let's go TCM racing. Let's do it. Your dad will be stoked. Um, Okay, so other supercars news. And of course, this is something that popped right at the end, just after we launched our last pod, which always happens. And it was Team Sydney confirming that uh, Chris Pither was in, Fabian Coulthard was out, he'll be, uh, Crispy will be, uh, he'll have uh, Gary Jacobson riding shotgun alongside uh, for that two-car team. So your old mate, Tony D, Fabian, he's out, what's the fallout?
1: I haven't actually spoken to him about it, we did touch base because he's trying to get me a 985 BMX, um, very important topic to talk about. Um, so we'll just touch him base on, you know, how he's going with that. Um, look, I don't know. He's, uh, he's obviously not happy about it, but, um, I think he's got plenty of options on the table for co-driver role. Um, he'll pick him, pick up a very good seat there. There's no doubt. Every, all, you know, any team wants the latest driver. It's, uh, finished their full-time career or, you know, for now anyway. Um, he's the freshest full-time driver out there. And, um, yeah, he could land himself for a good seat. He could do exactly what Lee Holdsworth did last year and uh, win their great race and find himself back in the seat the following year. So um, it's not ideal. But to be honest, like, I know what it's like for me. I, I would rather be in a good co-driver seat than be in a team that can't provide equipment to do well and you're just bashing your head against a brick wall all year. It's, it's not fun. It's really not fun everyone thinks it's great you're just driving around in a race car on weekends and having a blast but when you look at the the lap times and you're like absolutely nowhere and you just can't make a difference it's demoralizing you know so um for fabs i think you'll you know get a good seat have a bit of fun this year and uh hopefully find himself back in the championship next year and for crispy you know like i honestly think that he would have thought that you know, he might not make it back into the championship full-time and hats off to him. He's done it. He's made it back. Um, good on him, honestly, because, uh, like, it's not an easy gig to get you, get your ass back in a seat. So uh, And that's what he really wants. He wants to be full-time and he's got it. So uh, best of luck to him.
0: Mm, yeah, very good. So that's the final driver movement for 2022 with the way the world shifts and things move and calendars and all this stuff that we have going on in our world. I mean, who knows? There might be Crazy. other changes as uh, as we go through. But Fabian does become the number one draw card for that one-two driver race at the end of the year, the Repco Bathurst 1000. Where does he end up? Is he bound for Walkinshaws? Is that too obvious?
1: I think it's too obvious. I think it is too obvious. I reckon there's going to be other options around for him. Um, not that I know, but uh, I just think, I mean, I think that would be an option for sure. For sure. Someone's got to fill that seat that Lee's jumped out of, and I'm not sure whether they've filled that yet. Chaz is tall. Fab's is tall. Perkat's tall. You know, like, they have options for him. But who knows? There might be other seats available that could be just as good. We're, mm. uh, we'll see. But I know I know that he's had plenty of interest.
0: Mm. Uh, well, very good. He'll certainly be the pick I wonder only- if he got paid
1: out. That's what I want to know. Did he did get paid out of his contract. What have you heard about that? Uh,
0: you know, we sit on the fence. We sit on the fence. But I know with Barry Rogers coming up very soon that our good friends at Speak Cafe, motorsport.com, they'll be listening to this pod to find out what Basil is about to say. So your challenge, Speak Cafe, go and find out that. Go and get us some real news. <laughs> Stick your nose out. <laughs> <laughs> Said the former Speed Cafe employee who didn't want to stick his nose yes. out because he, he didn't like sticking his nose out and getting in people's <laughs> bad books. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, um, any any other news you want to touch on before we uh, press into Basil?
1: No, oh, I think that's it. I think they're the, they're the main top stories this week. Let's get on with uh, Barry Rogers. The good he is. Man.
0: He's a great man. He's uh, He caught up with us as he was on his exercise bike uh, from the comfort of his own home. We thank him for his time. And here he is now, Barry Rogers, on the Parked Up podcast. And, of course, we're powered by Race Fuels. And it's great to have Barry Rogers on the Parked Up podcast again. Baz, as we watch you now on our little Zoom call here, you are pumping your legs on a uh, on a bike trainer there, mate. You are, um, you are making me feel like... Very fat and very, um, yeah, not, not like the greatest human being.
2: <laughs> You're going all right. Uh, life's about debits and credits. If you want a couple of beers and you want to eat a hamburger occasionally, you've got to do some exercise. So uh, anyway, that's what we're doing. But, uh, certainly looking forward to the race season ahead.
0: Mate, we're not too far away from that. Heaps to talk about uh, with yourself as well. Uh, just just tell us, like, you've had a, um, you've had a couple of uh, hip operations, and, but you're always known as, uh, you know, someone who does a lot of running, a lot of exercise. Um, yeah, you're absolutely embarrassing most of the country right now with what you're doing. Well, tell, tell us about today's regime. Oh,
2: no, just on, uh, just on the Swift, which is an app where you uh, – I'm sure Tony knows about it. Tony's a fit fellow, so I'm sure he knows all about it. But just uh, do a fair bit of riding these days, the running days – Sort of see, so had both the hips replaced uh, just after the Grand Prix, well, the, the cancelled Grand Prix actually. The that, that Monday after that that event uh, in 2020, I had both hips replaced. And uh, since that day, I haven't really been able to run when you can, but they don't advise, not the best thing for you. So I sort of got onto the bike, I found out to do something. So I uh, spent a fair bit of time on the trainer, a bit safer without the cars, but sort of head up into the mountains a bit when I get an opportunity, which is good. So uh, anyway, that's what it's all about. I can't stop, Addict- addicted. <laughs>
1: As I love getting on my Swift as well, um, it's really helped me with family, life and balance. Um, you know, you can sweat it out for an hour or so and you've, you've done a huge old workout and I'm not very good on the running either. I keep getting injured every five minutes so I, um, I, I absolutely hear what you're saying there and uh, I, I actually uh, had a bit of a smile on my face when you said, uh, you know, life's about balance and you have a few beers and right now, As we do this interview, I'm having a cheeky gin and tonic, so (laughs) maybe I might have to get on the Zwift after to try and balance it out um, before we get to race season. Anyway, well, you're
2: on holidays. That's what you should be doing. Good on
1: you. Exactly. Hey, Baz, we've got um, like a huge year ahead of us. uh, The season's about to kick off. We're starting in Tasmania, um, which is going to be super exciting to get all the categories down there. Um, from your perspective, uh, how do you see it all rolling out? Are you as pumped as we are?
2: Yeah, certainly I mean, look, getting down to Tassie, uh, they certainly embrace it down there, the, the motorsport. And uh, I'm not saying they get starved of uh, top level sport. They've obviously just had an Ashes test down there, and they get AFL football down there in the winter. But they certainly, they're certainly a motorsport state. It reminds me a bit of New Zealand, the passion that they have for motorsport, and obviously some, you know, fantastic drivers that have come come from there over the years. And uh, yeah, they're really, you know, really looking forward to get down there. It's always a good vibe. Simmons Plains, it's a bit of a cauldron down there. Uh, great for the fans to sit up on the hill and to be able to sort of view the whole track. And, uh, you know, we actually got a little bit of a taste of it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we took a group of young drivers down there and spent the week down there doing a bit mm. of driving at both Simmons and basketball. And, uh, yep, there's a bit of talk around town about us returning. Um, obviously, they love the TCR cars. The, the S5000s are a whole lot. But I think the Transams this year with 31 of them are going to be on the grid at Simmons. She's going to be... Uh, Pretty, uh, pretty manic that race, I think.
0: So, uh, yeah, we're all looking forward to get there. Yeah, we can't wait to, of course, as you said, those three great national categories, plus a bunch of really cool local supports as well. So, it uh, should be a a really good three days. Some of the uh, well, I'll ask a little bit about that um, the GRM combined, which you ran in conjunction with Marcus Ambrose soon. But um, I guess uh, some of our listeners might like to know about. Uh, what your TCR uh, and S5000 and Trans Am offering will be for the year, Um, you know, who's driving and how it's all going to work. There's uh, you run what, 58 cars or something. So um, yeah, there's uh, you've got a bit going on.
2: Not quite. We're running, uh, running three Trans Ams, uh, six TCR cars and uh, two 5000s in the full series. We'll we'll potentially run a few more 5000s in the, in the Grand Prix and the Darwin race and, and the, and the Tasman cup at the end of the year, but the championship will run too. Um, look the, the, the final driver lineup. We haven't, uh, uh, haven't, haven't finalized yet. we have got to uh, test hope, hopefully this Friday at winter and the weather's looking a bit average down here at the end of the week. So we'll see what sort of happens there, but um, um, hopefully sort of by early next week, we'll be able to finalize our driver lineup. But <coughs> car wise, look, the intention this year is to go to two brands. Um, so we're thinking, most likely, look, four Peugeots and, and two Renaults. Um, as much as the Alphas are, a, you know, a, 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 from a performance point, a, a really, really solid car and have had, had some great results. Um, uh, just with our involvement with, um, with Vukovic Chabata Sport in Switzerland and uh, our input with the Renault, um, we're pretty keen to keep pressing on with that project. Um, so we think it's most likely four Peugeots and, and, two, and two Renaults
0: yeah so a big uh, big challenge taking on i guess uh, any amount of you know multiple cars but with um with three different brands in the same class and all the different types of spares that have to come with it, I could only imagine that that was a um that it, it was a, it was a challenge
2: yeah, yeah it is look it it is but look you, you you get the right workforce together and and um you know if the right people in the right places, it, it sort of shouldn't say it just happens because nothing just happens, but, you know, Stiffy or Stephen Millard, we know him as Stiffy, who, who runs our show. Um, it, look, he does a really good job with all the crews. We obviously have a lot of full-time workers, but we obviously, with the amount of cars that we run, there is the need to, um, there, there is the need to run a, a couple of um, a few uh, subbies. Um, but the subbies that we have are the, um, we have, a common, have been common to us for a number of years, and they, they really are part of our Part of our full-time team, although they only do the race weekends. Um, so yeah, it's about the people, and, and in recent times, having Marcus there at work to really, you know, I suppose polish a few things up. You know, we're probably a bit, don't have the right word, slacks the wrong word, but you know, the expertise that he brings with what he's done, um, you know, really, I think, you know, you know, like you don't want to say you go to another level. I mean, you know, we, we you know, you don't want to get smart about. It. We go out to win the race. You know, it's not just to win to compete. We want to go out and win the race and. And it's all in the preparation so if we prepare well and and get everything right we'd like to think we go to every race meeting with an opportunity to win and that's sort of what we aim for but you know with the amount of drivers we have there is a bit of management there because (laughs) if you've got a few that are competitive amongst each other there's always those matters to handle i'm sure tony knows that better than anybody
1: yeah i definitely do and i know some of your young fellas there and one guy that we do a lot of training with is Aaron cameron and uh he's an absolute young gun um how does having someone like Marcus involved help to sort of, I suppose, nurture that young talent? Because you guys have always been very good at that, you know, grabbing or identifying someone at an early age, you know, and, and sort of nurturing them to the next stage of their career. Is this, is this sort of part of what Marcus is trying to do with this program?
2: Yeah, yeah. you, you Really, you summarise it pretty well there, Tony. You, you're spot on. Marcus is, you know, like obviously Gary's my dad and, and, and and, and, you know, I really admire and, and I'm really proud of what he's done over the years. And there's no one, no bigger advocate for young people than Gary. And I've never seen the passion for young people in like anyone else, in anybody else, as similar to Gary until really I met Marcus. And he is identical. And it's not just the young drivers. I look at the time he spends with some of our young mechanics and you sit there yeah. with a the car all day, young apprentices and pulling things off, putting them on, explaining things to them. And really, it, it, um, it's... I shouldn't say it's, it's our, our place was going along fine, absolutely fine, but it really has really put another level of life in, into it. And um, it yeah, really, as I say, very similar to Gary with his passion, not just for drivers, but for just young people in, in general. Um And, you know, when he talks, you know, it's like Tony, if a guy like Marcus offers some advice to you, you listen, you know. Mm. If, yeah, definitely. If, I tell you something you think, what's that bloody dickhead no, you know? So so it you it's been been really good and uh you know we just hope we can um get the results this year that sort of you know are equal to the effort and, and commitment that we've made. Yeah.
1: And speak, speaking of a bit of staff power that you're talking about, your subbies coming in. Yeah. Uh one guy that stands out to me is uh Stephen Toddkill. He actually works for our family business. Um oh. and he's an absolute gun of a guy but just the experience that he comes with uh, with all his supercar stuff and all the time that he spent with you guys to have someone like that on hand jump in and uh, engineer one of those cars on the weekend and he's not the only one obviously but the Uh, the one that comes to mind um, you know really does bolter things up quite a
2: bit. It does yeah Killer we call him Killer of course with a name like Todd Kill so Killer's an absolute (laughs) ripper. Um, He he was back there with us um, in the Oh, shivers! You'll probably know better than me, Tony. When was it? Sort of uh, three car of the 20, future I was.
1: Yeah, it was like twenty thirteen, I think, or even yeah, maybe before. Like when Frank was yeah, 13,
2: yeah. And uh, look, he's he's slotted straight back in, and 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 he he's uh, yeah, look, he's a ripper bloke, and and you know it's important to be able to do, to do your job well, but it's also important to us that to, to have you know good people working with us. And 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 Killer's an absolute beauty, and we love having him around. He's he's got a good sense of humour, and. Uh, when you hang around us a bit, you have got a good sense of humour and you've also got to know when the work's got to be done and he certainly knows both of those things,
1: yeah. He won't He's... tell me what springs you're running, I'm
2: spewing. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good boy, isn't he, eh? <laughs> yeah. I hope he hasn't been taking six days from your work to do work for us.
0: <laughs> for such a soft and gentle soul, Killer is the absolute worst nickname that that uh, that he could have oh. given. I understand, I understand where it's come from because of his name, but... Uh, it's it, very
1: competitive, though. There we go.
0: That's good. That's good. Very now, uh, hey, hey, Baz, uh, TCR S five thousand Trans Am. We can't wait to get into it. First major national motorsport meeting for 2022, and we're going to be down in Tassie in a few weeks' time to do that. But your role for 2022 has uh, expanded significantly with the with the your position. Uh, on the board as uh, uh, under the new ownership structure at supercars as well. You have your fingers in so many pies. Do you have any fingers, do you boy. have any fingers left to put in uh, <laughs> any more pies? Tell us, it. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about how um, the, the very formative stages of the, the new ownership for supercars, which you're involved in is going.
2: Yeah. Look, I mean, look, we love motorsport, and when I say we, that's you know, sort of you know, led by Gary as a family. We do. We're passionate about it. We're we're simple sort of people. uh We think if you bring a lot of things back to the basics, give the fans what they want. um You know, it's a pretty simple formula from my end, and of course, it gets more complicated as as mold as um the, you know, there's only so much you can influence as you go along, but. It's really, it's our passion for, for motorsport that really made us go down this track of getting involved, you know, in the supercar ownership. Um, we're, we're very, very passionate and love the categories. We're in at the moment we really enjoy the, the sort of more grassroots type racing that we've been doing the last few years. Um, but uh certainly hope that you know, over the next couple of years we can have some influence on the direction of supercars. You know, I mean it's a Fantastic sport. I mean, it's still the 10 know, It was born on the back of the and holding back in the day, and along with the time. I think we'll see that, um, you know, over the next few years, um, I'm not saying that the supercar brand has waned in recent years, but it probably has had its challenges. But I think we'll find that, um, you know, as a group led by uh, Barclay Nettlefold and, um, you know, with a little bit of input that we can have and um, we'd like to think that uh, we can sort of get that back on a, on a, you know, not saying it's on the wrong track, but certainly get it back on a, on a better track than where it's been.
0: So now that you've got a seat back at the table and you're seeing, again, seeing the inner workings of the big beast, does it make you want to get a car back out
2: there? Uh, look, no, it doesn't, to be honest with you. Um, and I think probably in the position we're in now, that probably wouldn't necessarily be the right thing to do anyway. Um, I know that we you know, have a similar level of involvement with the AAG business and we compete in those championships. So I know it's a bit contradictory, what I said, but um, no, I don't think so. I think we're happy... Where we are, um, we're happy doing the racing that we're doing. Being able to go back to bringing young people through, which is what we're all about, it just got a bit difficult at a supercar level, where you really have to, you know, really have to weigh up that who had a budget, who could drive. You know, it, it's you know, Tony knows all this better than anybody. You know, you can be the most talented guy out there, and if you don't have the, the backing, you're not going to get in. Whereas with these other categories we're in, you can, you know, you still can to some level. You still have to have personal backing. There's no doubt about that as a driver, but you know, we feel as though we can have a bit more influence on what younger people do in their careers. And, and that's something that we get a lot of satisfaction out of. So I really can't see. you know, you never say never about anything, but certainly if you said, do you think it'll happen? I would say unlikely we get back into supercars.
1: What, what are your thoughts on uh, Gen 3? I mean, you guys would, uh, you're all about bringing back to the fans and giving them what they want. Do you yeah. think Gen 3 is ticking those boxes?
2: Yeah, in some ways, I think it is, Tony. Look, to, to be honest, at this particular point, I haven't seen a real lot more than probably what every, every, everyone, else out there, everyone else out there has seen. Um, I think there's some real basic things you've got to make in a race car without, before you sort of, um, you know, I understand engineering, all those things are important when you're an elite, you know, category. But the fans probably don't care too much about what's under the body work. And I'll, I'll use mm-hmm. a Trans Am as an example or a TA2 car, whichever you like to call it. You know, they look like a race car. They sound like a race car they're cheap to fix they're cheap to race they can bash up against each other and you're not too concerned about a big bill at the end of the day so to me if you could have a bit more of a polished version of that car i don't necessarily want to be quite as basic as that car but a bit more of a polished version of that car i think you're on the right track you know um you know it's important if if, you know if you're going to you know look at these current cars you know you're Hit someone in the beaver panel, you know, if you've been in nose to tail sort of stuff, and you know, each car's got a bill of probably five grand. I mean, you want those cars to be able to rub each other, and you need, you know, it costs you 50 bucks, not five grand each time, because it takes away from the, it takes away from that body on body type racing. And I think, um, you know, they just need to be really careful about the you, know, the, you know, they might look beautiful on sitting in a pit garage and look, you know, mm. in pictures and all these sort of things or these fancy parts, but they need to be, need to be really, you know, really really and i don't that mean cheap is in look cheap but the, the 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 cars need to be able to really rub up against each other and, and race properly um without without big expenses each, each time it happens you know um and you know you can get into you Now we can start getting into aero and get all those sort of things i think that's been said enough in the media i mean there's no doubt we need to take aero off the cars to so they can you know follow each other close and be out a bit more passing so that's just you know um yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and then, you know, of course, the next debate is the paddle shift and the gear stick, isn't it? So, you know, we there's sort of, um, I might as well bring it up because it's going you know, to get asked it eventually. But, you know, <laughs> my, my opinion on it, really, y- you've got to move forward. And, you know, I'm just sitting here at the moment looking at a, my son's little seat and his buddy steering wheel there, all those things you buy these days, all the kids have paddles. Um, if you're going to be on the floor, if you my opinion, if you're going to be on the floor, go back to the H pattern and make it really a manual gearbox, you know, I mean, sequential on the floor took away some of the skill of, you know, missing a gear and all these sort of things. When the old days, when you're going second or third and you bang it back to first and you zoom so, <laughs> in. Done that. Yeah. yeah so, what
0: about on the column? No one's talking yeah, about column no, shift.
2: No, exactly. I'm three on the tree, you know. So, look, I, I get I, I, get all the, the, um, you know, the theatre of the in-car footage and the hill and tail and all the things going on inside the cabin, but you Know if we make the racing good enough on the outside of the cabin, we don't really need to look too much on the inside of the cabin as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, I'm probably might be against the, the old timers, people like Gary, but but um, I'm probably more going for the paddles. if you ask me my honest opinion. Um, I mean, I would the, the other way doesn't worry me at all, and I, I get it that it, it does provide some theater, but uh, I really think that you know, you're either moving forward or you're not. So, um, yeah. I just think
1: it's been blown out of proportion massively, like in mm. the, the day is it going to make the racing any better for the fans? Like, well, I can't see how it's going to make yeah. any difference. Yeah. So anyway, tell you they what, need the to make fans, a decision on it. They to make the call the, and run yeah. with it.
0: The fans yeah. sitting on the sidelines can't actually see inside the cars <laughs> no. and see what they're doing. Now I know it's important for the broadcast because the broadcast is so very important to the category. That's where a lot of the money is. Uh, it's what brings the sport into people's homes. So, that theater is important but let me just um just as we as we talk right now it's monday afternoon and speed cafe my my good our good old friends at speed cafe they've put up a what i feel is a pretty pertinent little poll they've asked what is the most important uh what's most important to you about gen 3 and they've got a few options there right now they've only just put this up today and you can already see there's already two thousand votes
2: well, yeah
0: so the the options are good sound they look good the lap times aren't slower uh, gear shift system win unpredictability or easier more overtaking
2: okay well I would say the, the overtaking one the um, unpredictability one I don't think people will care less about the lap time to be honest with you um, the gear stick, they probably do because that is oh. a bit of a talking point.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, okay, what are I
0: well, that's it. You've you've nailed it in order. It's <laughs> easier to easier, more overtaking, easily yeah. outstrips win predictability second, and then after that, forget it. Like they're yeah. all they're all small numbers. Like the gear shift, the gear shift system is third, but that's only because yeah. there's yeah. been a lot of hype. There's been a lot of talk about it. So, like. <laughs> Dang. At the end of the
2: day, if you entertain the fans, if the fans are entertained, they'll watch. If they sit there and they're watching a procession, sure, you, you, you're rusted on fans, which we all love, and, we, and, and every sport needs a rusted on fans. I'll watch regardless of what's going on. But if you want to find new fans, if you want to keep people engaged in what you're doing, you've got to provide entertainment. And, and look, doesn't matter what sport it is, AFL football... You'll get blowouts occasionally. So you will get a motor race occasionally. It's just a blowout where someone runs off in a distance for some reason. And that'll happen occasionally, like a football match. Occasionally you get a, a team that wins by 10 goals and you're turning off at half time. But in general, if the if the car is developed around providing entertainment, if the rules are developed around providing entertainment, people will watch, you know. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the way NASCAR go about it. And I know, you know, we we're not into payback rules on track and things like that. But I think drivers need a bit more... Flexibility of what they can do to giving each other a bit of a tickle here and there. And I, I don't know what Tony's opinion is here, but you know, I just think the fans want entertainment. If you give it to them, they'll all come. Now, occasionally as a driver, you'll get shafted because something will be, you know, not quite that it was in the past and you'll go to the back when you shouldn't have. But over a season, the right driver is still going to win a championship. You're not going to get someone come from the back yeah. some fancy rules, you know. So give the fans entertainment, and I think um, we're all on a winner.
1: I think you're right. I think you're right. If uh, As long as I'm not in the receiving end, I'm happy with that. It's all
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just bring up that little footy analogy you had. If I watch the Sydney Swans win by 10 goals, I'll tell you what, that is a good day out. I don't care if it was the most boring match at all. If Buddy's kicking a big bag, then I'm happy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
2: Well, we don't worry for Sydney, so we don't care less, Brent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, look, I'm talking to filthy Richmond and Geelong fans here. So, uh, you know what? We're, we're all on di- different parts of the world. Barry Rogers, we thank you so much for uh, getting off the Swift and having a chat about uh, all the things that are going on with your world, mate. Uh, looking forward to seeing you in 3D, and uh, we'll go racing very soon in Tassie. Good
2: on you. Thanks, Grant. Look forward to seeing you on the grid time. Get that little Honda revved up, mate. I hear there's good news in, in Honda Lane, so um, we'll be watching out for you.
1: Yeah, thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show.
2: you
0: guys and we thank baz for his time we're going to see him real soon down in simmons plains tony d um a couple of interesting things he said there but like i my vibe is that he him and gary they they're men of the people
1: yeah they they certainly come across that way like they actually have the fans at heart and they want to try and you know, produce good racing and and you know give the fans what they really want, and um, they are sort of I wouldn't say no fast, but they're low key, uh, real true hardcore racers that that sort of cut out all the glitz and glam and the bullshit of some of the other teams that have, and they just go racing for the for the you know the what what racing is all about. So um, he's a good lad. He's, uh, he's a straight shooter too. And, um, yeah, it was a good little chat with him. He started on the bike and then he got off the bike, had a beer, <laughs> and it looked like he was finishing up his training session a little bit early for us.
0: Yeah, well, maybe that was our fault for uh, getting him on the line at an inappropriate <laughs> time. But it has inspired me, Tony, seeing him and talking about, you know, you've got to earn the beers. See, I just don't. Um, yeah. See, I do all the hard work like at work and earn the money. Yes. To get the beers, yeah, but I've I've missed out that little middle bit with the exercise bit, to because I thought earn the beers meant you put money in your bank so you can go to the bottle shop and buy the beers with the money you've earned. But his his method is a little bit different. You've got to put in two lots of effort to have the beers. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me about this? He, before? He still
1: puts in the effort to to buy the beers. He's he's going right,
0: right there. No, definitely no um, problem.
1: But yeah, yeah. The thing is, he's saying, you know, he exercises just to have a beer. I think he does a lot more exercise than beer drinking because uh, he's, he's in
0: very good shape for his age. Isn't he? Isn't he?
1: Very good shape.
0: What a weapon. What yeah. a weapon.
1: You often see him on a race weekend, like on an early morning, you'll be driving to the track and you get near the track or near a hotel or whatever, and he'll be like running on the pavement. But I don't think he does a lot of that now, but you would always see him out doing some sort of exercise. So. Hmm. He's a good lad, and um, interesting comment there. He reckons the Honda's going to be on song this year. So Ooh. I wonder what he knows.
0: He's giving you the little, little tune
1: up, little tweak. That's what I took out of that whole interview. Is the Honda's looking good this year? Okay. So, good.
0: so if we'll you, see, if you aren't competitive, your your first port of call isn't going to be TCR category management. It's going to be Baz to say, Mate, "Where's well, uh, where's the tweak?"
1: Last year. Last
0: year it was you. You were the first port of call. Oh man, you were going it, didn't I? Yeah, because you, you were upset it. at Big me. Time.
1: you were upset Big at me. Time. And then Big I had time. your dad on I'm the like, phone to me,
0: your mum's calling you me. Oh, no, me- it was a joke.
1: <laughs> you want me to get involved in this category and look what it's doing to me. Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't think that'll happen again, but um oh, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Uh, that's exciting. That, but um
1: it'll be interesting me. to see actually. I'm interested to see their driver lineup because you know we're not far away from the season kicking off, and they haven't really announced their lineup and who's in what car. Because I, you know, I have heard they're not going to run the alphas, um, so obviously you know they're going to move some drivers to Peugeots and Renaults and like is Dylan O'Keefe still running a car? Or is you know what what's the go um, mm-hmm. for, the, for who's who who drives what? I mean, it really needs to be sorted quite quickly, and I'm sure they've got more of a plan than they're than they're letting on. Yeah. But um, yeah, time will tell.
0: Cool. Well, let's see. Let us see what the go is. Uh, I mean, this is um, as 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 much as we give Barry and Gary like the biggest pat on the back for just being, you know, those true racers and uh, people men for the people. They also do things like I don't want to say cowboys, but you know they've definitely got. Whips and big hats and horses, mm. and they stride into town and they make their own rules. And uh, you know that's one of their charms. And all of the all of the teams, whether it was when they were in supercars or now that they're in TCR and S five thousand, you know they go about their business in their own way. And sometimes it is it is uh, like amazingly well prepared and everything in line and um, on point from the the look of the cars and the preparation of the cars and everything and then sometimes they're hustling they are hustling hard and they are some of the best hustlers that uh, that you've mm. ever seen so um, uh, yeah if there Without were it, yeah if they were it,
1: yeah but the thing I like about them is they they get on <laughs> they get on with it and they don't really ask for anybody else's help you know like they're not they've got their hand out all the time you know begging and saying they've got no money and whatever you know, come and help us. It's just like this is what we're gonna do, and they commit to it and they get on with it. And uh, that's how you know Gary's done it forever. And obviously now Barry is. I'm not sure if he's fully in control, but you know, I'm sure he's. Uh, he the day to day stuff. He he basically takes control of a lot of that stuff. And there are they've got a lot going on in the background of um, TCR or ARG, and now and, supercars as and well. supercars, so, yep. They're very busy. Yeah,
0: hey, it's They're awesome. Very, very busy. It's good. But... The, the sport's got a lot to uh, to thank them for. Um, okay, cool. Well, what uh, what else happens on your holiday other than beaching and um, mingling with friends and and not inviting your oh, parked-up co-host? A
1: bit of, uh, yeah, well, you, know, you, you wouldn't like it, to be honest. We've got a lot of kids here. It's pretty flat out.
0: I've got eats of my Um, own kids. I could have brought them down. You could have babysit it, but the kids could have babysat each other.
1: I could have. Yeah, that's right. They sort of do a little bit, but when you're at the beach, you know, like you can't just let them do their own thing. Otherwise they'll probably drown. Um, But we've got a really cool little pool here, which is nice. Um, Bit of exercise in the mornings. Um, Yeah. Just relaxing. Just chilling.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, it,
1: I'll, really. I'll, let,
0: I'll let you go and get on with that. I'll, um, I'll do the hard yards and edit this thing up so, uh, so our people can yep. listen. And of course, if you are listening and okay. you haven't subscribed on, on Apple or Spotify or wherever else you listen, just subscribe. Just let, let, let the, the technology tell you that we are live. And you can come and listen to us because we happen every week. We're real good at that. We, uh, you know, we might not be perfect, but we are regular. And you know what, Tony, you know we what they are. say? When you're not regular, you die.
1: <laughs> yep. Good. Good. Okay. I we should leave it at that.
0: All the best to you, everyone. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Follow us on the Facebooks and the Instagrams and uh, you'll hear from us next week. See you, mate.